Is that be filled with a spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Ephesians chapter 5, the verse 18 to 19. The leading of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit acts somewhat like a traffic signal inside of us. When we do the right things, we get a green light from him. And when we do the wrong things, we get a red light. If we are about to get ourselves into trouble, but haven't fully made a decision to, pro to proceed, we get a caution signal or the yellow light. The more we stop and ask God for direction, the more sensitive we become to the Holy Spirit signals in our heart. Thankfully, he doesn't scream and yell at us. He simply whispers in a still, small voice. First Kings 19 and 12. Chapter 19 verse 12. Let us know what we need to do each time we listen and obey. It becomes easier to hear him the next time. He will always lead us to new levels of life, inner peace, if we yield to him. I want to challenge you. When the Holy Spirit says something to you today, take action on it. Even if it doesn't seem to make sense at first, you will be glad you did it. Father, when I'm in a situation where I am not sure whether to move forward or not, please help me here and follow your voice. Thank you that you have made a clear distinction for my life and what you are leading me one step at a time into your plan. In Jesus' name, amen. We have every cause to say, Oh, yes, we thank thee, Lord, for every flower.
that swim in the light of the moon. We thank thee every day as we kneel and pray that we were born with eyes to see these things. Yes, we thank thee for the fields where the clover is warm. Thank thee for the pastures where cattle All right, so let's, yes, indeed, we thank thee for life today. Being alive today is a miracle. Life in itself is a miracle. But there's one thing, being alive and walking the path the Lord has chosen for you. Every five minutes, five seconds, you draw closer to your grave. Have you, have you gotten a thought of this? As you sleep and keep walking, it's a step closer to your grave. Have you taken stock of your life? Have you decided to sit down and take stock January 1st? Today we are on the 18th of February. What are the stocks? What are the changes you want to see? What are the reasons you need to see a change? What is your purpose on this earth? What has been your purpose all this while? What are, some, what are your focus? What are the things that drives you? What makes you to want to stay? What are the things you are doing that you think you need to let go? What is that error that people talk about it at the time? What are you doing about it? The people mention you in good books. It's not everybody that will like you. For that I know. People who say things, but don't let what they say be the right thing they are saying about you. As I don't let what they are saying be the right thing about you. They can have a say. They can say all that they want to say. But don't let it be. The right thing they're saying about you. This morning I'm here to encourage you. To lift your spirit up. It is never too late. But there's one thing you should know in this life. Learn to find your purpose. Learn to find what? Your purpose. When you learn to find your purpose, it will serve you. It will do you loads of goods. Learn to find what? Your purpose. Very important. Very, very important. And what is your purpose? 
Have you been able to sit and ask yourself, what is my purpose? If you ask yourself that question, there are things that you need to think about. There are things you need to look to go about. Purpose is very important. And once you understand, once you understand your purpose, then it means you're moving to another. You see, our natural conception and birth is a result of human cooperation and establishment in the priority the creator places on our dependency on others for success and personal progress. This work is a testimony to this cooperation for the development and production. What is a real man? You've never asked yourself that. The male holds the key to the nations and our nations are in crisis. And as the man goes, so goes the family, society and the world. The problem is men do not have clear idea of where they are going anymore. Man is suffering from loss of sense of identity and the consequences for the for families, communities, and nations are far reaching. The traditional male rules, rules once gave men community and balance from generation to generation. Males are suffering a lost sense of identity. That is why people, how can you be there and say you are a, a, a homosexual? What do you mean? And you want to marry a man. You've lost your purpose. You've lost it. I'm a woman. I want to marry a woman. You've lost your purpose. Evil. It is evil. So you need to understand your purpose. And I'll talk about it some other time. Because when you discover your purpose, the discovery of your personal purpose and its relations to God's universal purpose must be the basis from which you live. I said the discovery of your personal purpose and its relationship to God's universal purpose must be the basis from which you live. So we'll talk about that later on. But just to psych you up this morning, it's a beautiful day. Rise up. Let's go work for God and for country. I said, let's do what? Let's go work for God and what? For country. Life is not everything you would like it to be. Yet you are working on it. You are working on it and that is a good place to be. 
because you can enjoy the incomparable experience of making a difference. You are working on it and every effort has meaning. You are working on it, discovering again and again how to bring new value to life. You are working on it. And you have a lot of good company. You are surrounded, assisted, challenged, and encouraged by all the others who are working, each in their own way. Life is a dynamic experience, driven by thoughts, actions, feelings, by purpose, by love. You are working on it. And by so doing, you make every little bit count for something good. Take a moment to realize how great it is that you are working on it. Then step forward and offer your best efforts yet. Good morning. Ah, somebody say, too bad that all people who really know how to run the country are busy driving taxi cars and cutting hair. As a too bad that all the people who really knows how to run the country are busy driving taxi cars and cutting hair. Food for thought. Think about it. Now let's quickly look at it. What are the trending stories? I was not involved in the Frontier Airport contract. I drew a suffo. Does she deserve to be a minister of uh, gender? And looking at the question, uh, yeah, how did they do the selection crowd? Retirement age must be extended to 65 a year ago. Criminality of LGBT is the non-negotiable Ajwa Safo. Uh, you remember this LGBT if, it, if they are doing it in their room, nobody has a problem. But if they want to influence others to join, that is where the problem is. Is it a thing? That is where I've got a big problem with it. If, if the law catches with you, every country has its law. And if it's so, if it's so now. Mm -hmm. it's, it, if it's so. Every country has its rules. So, if Joe Biden, oh Charlie, I shock self. <laughs> hey, tell my man he be gay. <laughs> hey, Jack, I want to force it down our throats. Oh boy. And you know, the sad thing is that there are some leaders, because of no they want to smuggle these things into our system. La lie. It will never happen. No. La lie. Do you know la lie? La lie. It cannot happen. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It cannot it happen. La lie. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mbano. Ekufuado has created 3 million jobs bar for a while. Wife, kids of nurse who threatened to burn Supreme Court, beg for clemency. Supreme Court resumes seating today to hear Mama's application to stay proceedings. 
Ministerial nominees are fleeing from KIA COVID-19 testing con testing uh, contract Ablakwa. Transport Minister designate will clear air on KIA COVID-19 testing contract Oko Boy. Address Safo's vetting was soft because of health consideration. Ayarida. Ayarida wants retirement age extend from 60 to 65. Mm. Is it was stopped because of health problems. The Boko Central MP Mahama Yariga has defended the appointment committee's soft version of Sarah Ajua Safo, the gender, children, and social protection minister nominee. He said the committee did not stress her based on health grounds. Before she came, we discovered that she had just delivered, and so naturally, we felt that somebody who has just delivered, maybe we should have postponed her verting. We didn't postpone it because we just got the information, Mr. Ayariga explained. He also said Ajwasef was relatively known commodity to the committee. We tend to know her track record because she was a former member of the appointment committee. She was a leader of the House immediately preceding her most recent nomination. On why more questions on a previous portfolio as state minister of state for procurement were asked, Mr. Yerga suggested she did not have much influence in that sector. That is what Mr. Yerga said. I'm not saying it. Huh? Huh? Okay, so move to other matters. The Railway Development Authority CEO Richard Dumbo dead the man is gone i will read brown which comes to feel like home addressable hey. minority demands details breakdown of the three million jobs government claim it has created mm -hmm. The minority in parliament is demanding a detailed breakdown of the over 3 million jobs government claim it has created under the Kufado administration in its first term in office. Their demands follow a disclosure made by the Minister designate for Employment and Labour Relations, Ignatius Balfour Ewa, that government as of September 2020 has created a total of 3 million jobs for Ghanaians. Mr. Bafriwa was responding to a question during his writing. And that's what he said. Uh, on February 1st, 2017, the, sorry, 1st May 2018, the Honorable Minister is quoted to have said that Akufado's government has created one million jobs so far. Can you tell this committee how many jobs Akufado's government has created by the end of 2020? On the number of jobs, uh, yes, it is true. On the first place, I indicated that uh, the government of Mama Abunanka Akufado had created um, approximately one million jobs. And, uh, even though I don't have 
the exact figures for end of 2020. The last time we, we reported on was in September 2020, and then the figure was around 3 million jobs. 3 million jobs. Yes. Minister uh, Nomi, thank you. How was the 3 million jobs created and the distribution? You want to share the statistics with us, sector by sector? Thank you, Chair. Honorable Chair, I will make the details available to the committee when I get back to you. But um, I think that I have, on a number of occasions, even come to this house and have given these figures out already. But uh, if, if still it is, a, it is the pleasure of the committee to have the details, I'm more than, I'm more than willing to. Chairman, another clarification. The 3 million jobs, public sector or private sector, or a combination of the two? Combination of both. So you have the voice of the minority asking, I want to have a breakdown of uh, the number of jobs that were created. Uh, moving on to other uh, stories. Um, and it happens, Noguchi gets, um, Noguchi gets a lab, Noguchi Virology's lab gets information system to expand the COVID-19 testing capacity. Five injured amid shutdown of the Bogatanga Technical Institute of a student clash. 21st century, we're still doing this. The Bogatanga Technical Institute in the Upper East Region has been shut down following ethnic clashes between two student groups. This is, however, not the first time the school has recorded such an incident, although it is unclear what sparked the clash on Tuesday night. The principal of the school, Zakaria Yurisei, believes it was a mix-up between the two groups. It is a misunderstanding between two ethnic groups, that is the Frafra group from the Boga and the Kosasi from Boko. Mm -hmm. 
between two ethnic groups. That is the Frafra group from Bolga and the Kusasis from Boko. It was around 7.30, 8 o'clock then I saw my guests running to my bungalow shouting their throwing stools all over the compound. And so some few students were hurt. They were minor. They were taken to hospital and treated and discharged. How many of them? Uh, about five. The district director did indicate that a go-to will be set. Hopefully by money they will start. And the the go to be given two weeks to come out with their findings. After which the schools where the students will ask to come back. So within two weeks you expect the school to be reopened. That is our expectation. Have there been any arrests in this case? Not yet. But the the police are short of their assistance. Any time we want their support. Well so from the upper is uh, the Bogatanga Technical Institute uh shut down because of violence. So the school has been shut down. For two weeks, you had it. It's sad. Go to school and go and learn. And you go and be doing your own stuff. Isn't it? Anyway. Was this a for God and country? Which comes to receive facelift to serve as homes? I do a Safo. <laughs> okay, let me hear this on the LBGTQI. Um, very simple questions about lesbians, gay, bisexual, and transgender. And to pick your human rights brains. Are they human? Should they enjoy human rights? And will you provide social protection? Thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, the issue of LGBT is uh, the issue that, when mentioned, um, it creates some controversy. But what I want to say is that our laws are clear on such practices. Section 104 of the Criminal Code prohibits one from having unnatural carnal knowledge with another person. So on the issue of its criminality, it is non-negotiable. On the issue of our cultural acceptance and norms to these practices are also frowned upon. And so for me, these are two distinct clarities on the matter, and th that is what I strongly stand for. Thank you. Well, I see you have the, uh, the nominee uh, for uh, the gender. What do you make of it? You can also share your thoughts with us 0548 839 529. 0548 839 529. 0548 839 529 is uh, the numbers you can also join us, and then uh, we can have a tete a tete in the studios here. Um, let's move on to other, other matters before we quickly go to. Uh, We'll bring you the hey, it's time for me to bring you the, the headline stories, isn't it? We go to the press in a short while, but before we go to the press, let's look at some 
stories that has come up. And then we'll, we'll move straight to, don't forget to bring you the update from the business front as well. We'll bring you that as we move on. Now with the issue that has to do with the COVID, the, the, the virologist laboratories of Noguchi Memorial Institute for Medical Research, University of Ghana, has been equipped with digital laboratory information system to enable it to expand COVID testing capacity. The Shodom Lab uh, Digital Laboratory Information System installed by the Health Care Federation of Ghana uh, will expand COVID-19 testing capacity at uh, Noguchi by over 30% and increase the speed of delivery test results as well. Well, we'll pray for more equipment, but what we need is science and data and research that will support to be able to deal with the virus come up with our own vaccine our own trusted vaccine that's what i said our own trusted what vaccine and that is what i'm looking at we having but in between time and now let me just go straight away chances were apparent when Mutaka started drilling her. You could see clearly that she was hovering all over the place. And even the policy uh, conversations were all over the place. I don't know how. Well, I know this man is always on the neck of Osra Akufu, uh, a money boss. But let's go, let's do this. It's now time for us to bring you some headline stories. But I always say, I promise on my honor. Yeah, oh, my see, America, this is forevermore. Yes, Thank you. 
Well, as we hear the, the voice of the Mani president, but two civil society organizations have passed a negative verdict on Osra Awusu Ecofoam. The communications uh, and also digitization minister nominee after a virgin and appointment committee of parliament, Suleiman Abrahman, the executive director of the Media Foundation for West Africa, in a report uh, on Wednesday, uh, says uh, how come she gets regular report and yet would be on unaware of a number of things that are happening at NCA. I do not see it as something that we should gloss over. These are significant things. Uh, so he believed the two C uh, CSO heads therefore charged the committee uh, not to rubber stamp nominee, but rather should consider the competence of the nominee before they are approved to take up their respective offices at the ministry. You remember, I just played an insert of Franklin Cujo, uh, the Imanin Africa president, observed that Osra's inefficiencies were apparent during the over six hours vetting. Uh, largely on policies she failed, her inefficiencies were apparent. When Mutaka started drilling her, you could see clearly that she was fumbling all over the place, Kujo says. Uh, you heard Kujo. I, I, I brought that inside earlier. You heard what Kujo said on, on that score. Yes. She fails. Her inefficiencies were apparent when Mutaka started drilling her. You could see clearly that she was over all over the place. And even the policy... Uh, conversations were all over the place. I don't know how. Hmm. Uh, okay, let's speak this one. You don't have the records for <clears throat> number of jobs lost as a result of the banking collapse. You don't have that. I, I think I once spoke on that. So when I go back, I can easily make a check on that. I, it was within the vicinity of 3,000. Following the cleanup of the banking sector, it's estimated at 3,000 jobs. Next, yes. Thank you. Well, uh... interesting times there. But uh, like somebody was saying, it's always good. Good morning to you, Tatko Waves and Mother Sailor. How are you doing, my brother? <laughs> Right, the Member of Parliament for Boko Central, Mama Ayariga, has called for review of Ghana's retirement age for persons in the public service. Mr. Mama Ayariga made his submission during the uh, Wednesday voting process by the Appointment Committee in Parliament. And according to the le legislator, the retirement age should be revised from 60 to 65 for persons in the public service of Ghana. That includes the prisons, immigration, 
fire service, judicial service, Ghana education service, among others. Um, he stated, I'm sponsoring a bill which is proposing that we should further amend the constitution to extend the compulsory retirement age from 60 to 65 because at that time we can also say that there should be a contract after 65 but a compulsory retirement age should be 65 instead of 60. I don't know what you also think about it. It's, we are sharing thoughts. Uh, you can also share your thoughts with us uh, on the show and then we, we move on. Somebody will say it's important uh, to to move on and then do other stuff, isn't it? Very, very important. But we'll go to the news headlines very shortly. We'll go to the news headlines very shortly. Um. <laughs> oh, interesting times, isn't it? Very interesting, but let's let's do the news stories, and then we'll be back in the studios again. And then, don't forget we have conversation today right after bringing you up to speed. So some two CEOs as uh, CSOs uh, is asking the appointment committee not to approve Osro Ewusu Ekofo. Farmers to boycott work for Agric Minister designate Vertin. Oh. Wow. Wow. Now let's bring you some updates. 128 lives lost to coronavirus disease in first two weeks of the country. 128 lives has been claimed so far by the coronavirus in the first two weeks of February 2021. The daily update released by the Ghana Health Service shows that Ghana recorded 22.8% death from the coronavirus between February 1st, 2021 to February 13, 2021. Ghana's coronavirus-related death recorded has risen to 561. And according to the latest update by the Ghana Health Service, newly recorded cases as of February 13, is 702 with new six new deaths. This keeps the country daily infection rate within 700 average, as has been the case over the past week. So 700 average infection rate in the country, a really, really a sad one. Mm. Don't pick passengers who are without masks. Mm-hmm. 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 Initiate uh, response protocols for Ebola, Ghana Health Service Direct, or hospitals. Now, let's go to the front page stories. What is on the press this morning before bringing you update from the business perspective? If you're just tuning in your life on Angel 96.9, now let's start with um, uh, um okay, let's start with the Ghanaian Times. Let's start with the Ghanaian Times. The Ghanaian Times is strengthening psychological counseling for security services, clinical psychologists. 
The COVID-19 update, death toll shoots up to 561. Active cases now 7866. Ghana loses $19.8 million through fraudulent activities. Health alert, Ebola virus scary. Ghana Health Service plays health facility on high alert. That's the stories on the Guardian Times. The new crusading guide. In the matter of the 134 million judgment debt, Ejakon fires back, says it was cabinet decision. Ekufado creates 3 million jobs, employment minister designates. I will correct lapses in school feeding programs, gender minister designate. The African Free Trade Area Secretary General praises Tabia Group for excellent operation. Business Finder Aid Crunch Look Within Kept the Illicit Outflows Professor Abor Edges African Government Government create 3 million jobs in 4 years before war. Ecobank other support women-led businesses. The Daily Statement GS to release SHS placement on Sunday. Secondly, Takradi residents shown assembly workers over COVID-19. Cite Dr. Yine for contempt of court. Nanabi the Supreme Court. We also have the 3 million job issue. The Business and Financial Times. U.S. businesses renew investment interest despite COVID-19. Court orders GCNet to pay workers as determined by NLC. Domestic tax revenue hits 31 billion Ghana cities in the first 10 months of the pandemic year. In other stuff feature, a sub-Saharan African mobile data traffic and bridging, bridging the digital divide. And another feature is 15 financial institutions and PSPs offering a Ghana QR to their customers. So when you get the Business and Financial Times, you get details of the story. Now let's do the daily guide. Eugene Ahin's wife abandons properties abuse claims. Then you have Freddie Blay and John Buidu on the front page of the Daily Guide and said MPP starts members registration. Then you have the former president, John Mahama, and also the chair of the commissioners, Jane Mensa, and they say, I need Jane Mensa to make my case. Mahama. Oh. 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 I need Jane Mensa to make my case. Mahama. GHS issues Ebola alerts. Court threatens to leave Obinim. It's also on the Daily Guide. Now let's do the Chronicle. The Chronicle has the former president Rollins and uh, Alute Jacobs and Koku Anyiroho. <laughs> it said Rollins's legacy in flames. As Alote vowed to vomit snakes and frogs, Koku also dare leadership to push him out. Eh? Mm. 
<laughs> Did you hear that? Is that Rawlings' legacy in flames? Stories is on page three and nine. As Alote vows to vomit snakes, war, 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 and from. Koku Anidoho also dares leadership to push him out. Mm. Okay. Noguchi to expand COVID-19 testing capacity. I insist we have created 3 million jobs. for a war. The Chronicle has a story. Now let me do this final one. Um, with a smiling of... Uh, Mr. Mohammed Awal, the nominee designate for tourism. And it's a more action, less paperwork. Creatives to tourism, minister designates. Uh, then he has this beautiful lady on the front page, and it's a mix that announces her presence with maybe. Okay. Stop giving him sex. Ah. Ah. And that's the stories on the showbiz. And that is why I say good morning to you. Wake up, wake up. It's good morning to you. Good morning. Wake up. Yes, indeed, uh, good morning, and uh, we keep rolling. Well, election petition. NDC members demand to see NDC's own collated election figures. Hundreds of opposition National Democratic Congress, the NDC members, have taken to social media to demand their party account for its own collated results in a just-ended election instead of deceiving them with court case. The full soldiers of the party says it appears the NDC led by John Dramani Mahama is, is in court without any form of evidence whatsoever and without any data contrary to the earlier impression. Leading the call for answers is Executive Director of the Alliance for Social Equity and Public Accountability, Mensa Thompson, Efo Komi, and other members of the party who defend 
its agenda. According to the ASIPA boss, the NDC created the impression it has good data and contracted a biostatistician to do some analysis on the election results for UDNDC. He made several discoveries which featured in a viral video that you got everyone questioning the integrity of the election based how basic his presentation was. Fast forward. Few weeks later, you went to the court and out of the five witnesses you chose to submit to the court, none including the biostatistician who you contracted to work on the election results analysis. He wonders. Uh, this was the wait. I thought millions of cities were spent campaigning, camping people at the party headquarters to do some work on the infractions of the 2020 election results. Where is their output? What did they find? Where is their report? He asks. Several other members of the party expressed similar sentiment that the party was taking them for granted. Seriously, uh, JDM never failed to disappoint. He has hijacked the party after the abysmal performance as a sitting president in 2016 election and that he is the only one who can win 2020 election. Now here we are, Kofi Adam and Kwachi Fusu, where every, everywhere that only JDM can win 2020. That shows how, I don't want to bring that word though. That shows how da, 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 the national executives are. They went to the court with nothing, absolutely nothing. No pink sheet, no evidence, no facts, no law. They only went there with the overhyped, overpumped, hey, do they say arrogant lawyer, Chachu Chikata, who only speaks long hours of foreign, acquired accent, English grammar with little or no law or no citation of relevant law, status or case laws to support his long emotional political argument. And that is why I always say that this 2020 election is the most useless, incompetent, frivolous, vestigious, and whimsical election petition in the history of Ghana and the world. It is empty without any evidence or substance. It should be thrown out to the Zoom lion that's been in front of the court or at best, the petition papers should be given to the granite sellers to sell more granite. Ah. Uh, people, uh, people get angry. People get angry. Untruthful characters worrying us. They can't even put a mechanism in place to protect our vote. Two agents leaving strong rooms to deliver one message. Kai! That's how he put it. Kai! That's how he put it. Chai! This was a, you are absolutely right, my brother. You can't just understand the thinking that goes into certain decisions the party takes sometimes. We tire self. I love that word. We tire self. This says everything is being hand, handed on our necks, forcing us to swallow pills we dislike and disagree. Muhammad, as a former president, was not supposed to have contested 2020 election, but in opposition, but, but in opposition can do any type of works. You are driving us in position incumbents. You either drop them. Well, some of us feel vindicated. We made it known that going to court was useless venture, for we all know the outcome. Even I, 
the face of the strong evidence, we advocated the people assembly at the district level where the evidence would be made available to the voter to test well. They know what is best. Let them do it. Uh, to you to know your party has a bad case, you are here banishing the judges and calling them names. <laughs> so, these are NDC members demanding to see the NDC's own collated election figures. Okay, I'm just sitting in my corner. I'm just sitting in my corner, and I, I just brought you the the top news in the in the system, isn't it? But there was a sad one that I I'm not I'm not happy with it. Eh? This guy is a heartbreaking. The man announcing his uh, his wedding, and then few hours after announcing his wedding, he died. And this happened in my in 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 Tamale. Oh, so sad. A young man. Hmm? Yeah, I mean, he has sent a shockwave down the spine of his friends after he died shortly after announcing his Islamic wedding date. Fusain Shaibu Baba, known among peers as citizen Shaibu Promzi, was set to walk down the aisles with Ibrahim Latifa, known among colleagues as Queen. But this was never to be. Oh. Mm. The would-be groom had earlier taken on to Facebook on February 14, which was Valentine's Day to write, All families and friends are happy. Welcome to my wedding next week on the 21st of February, 2021. Thank you. And according to the accompanying flyer, the event was said to be held simultaneously at Vitin and Lamashaw. My wood here, Lama Shaw. Hmm? Hmm? News later came in that for saying it, Shaibu Baba died hours after the post has left several of his colleagues distracted. It's really a sad story, isn't it? Very, very sad. Very, very sad. A farmer murdered over 100 Ghana cities utility bill at Donkwa of Fen. Mm. Mm. Was it right for the NDC members to be demanding to see the party's own collated election figures? Eh? 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 Anyway, check with the time now. We've done almost a 19 past uh, 8. Let me bring you up to speed with some business edit updates before I bring you straight ahead. All right, so make appointments to Petroleum Sector Board now. Copec to government. Ghanaians urge to recharge digitally as scratch cards are phased out. General producer price index increased about 9%. And then WTO Director General outlined plans to rejuvenate global trade. Now let's get to the details of the stories this morning on our business desk. The Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, COPEC, is calling for appointment to the boards of petroleum and oil-related sectors to be hastened up 
according to the chamber the role of these institutions in the management of the sector cannot be underestimated hence they advise the various boards and corporations were earlier dissolved in accordance with the country's presidential transition law but the executive secretary of Cooper, Dan Kanamu, has stated that the delay in appointment will not be in the best interest of government and consumers in general. Now, moving to the telecom industry, where leading mobile telecommunication network says the reduction in the volumes of its recharge cars is in line with a strategy to go largely digital. The pronouncement comes on the back of complaints by vendors and the general public about the shortage of MTN recharge cards, otherwise known as scratch cards, on the market as of the end of 2020. MTN physically recharge cards made up only 5% of the recharge options made available by the telecom giant to the general public. In an interview on the recent complaints of the shortage, the general manager of the regional sales in the southern sector, Abu Bakari Mohammed, encouraged vendors and the general public to explore its other options for assessing airtime. Now to the WTO, that's one of our top stories for this morning. The, the newly appointed Director General of the World Trade Organization, Ngozi Okajo Iwala, has played to, among other things, facilitate the lifting of export restriction among member countries to enable easier movement of goods during the COVID-19 period. This forms part of her vision to rejuvenate and strengthen the World Trade Organization to enable it effectively tackle ongoing issues. The COVID-19 pandemic has brought about unprecedented disruption to the global economy and the world trade as a production and consumption have been scaled back across the globe. Global trade recorded 5% drop in the third quarter of 2020 compared with the same period last year according to the United Nations Conference on trade and development on new global trade update published in October last year. And now let's look at the, uh, the January uh, producer price index increased by 9% uh, for January 2021, 9.1%. And this was known, made known in a recent press release issued by the Ghana Statistical Service. The rate shows that between January last year and this year, the PPI increased by 9.1%, and this is also an increase of 2.1% as compared to the figure in December. The month-on-month -month charge in producer price index between December 2020 and January 2021 was 3.5%. And finally, Finally, on the on our business decks, the arts of pottery has had a long tradition in Ghana. Porters are noted for manufacturing bowls, vases, and the likes from clay. But has technology imparted this industry wealth over four hundred billion dollars? Let's find out from the local porter Michael Ubojo and what he's got to say on this one. Has over mm. of experience in pottery, and he narrates how the journey began for him. Uh, from Foley, by the time I finished school, so my uncle can take me to Winneba. I came at pottery, so I go learn from a at pottery for three years, four years. We have master, so I went with them two years, three years before 